0: Thank you for joining us on the Overcoming Monday podcast, where we provide you with little secrets for your big breakthrough. This podcast is designed to enhance your emotional and spiritual health. Our mission is to help you understand yourself, the people you love, and the world around you so that you can win where it matters most. In each episode, we'll hear from writer, speaker, mom, and pastor's wife, Shari King, as she invites you into conversations about the issues that matter most to you. This season is all about moms, and I am personally thankful to honor my mom, Shari, as she has these conversations with moms each week in different stages of motherhood. Today, she is kicking off this season with Shauna Asbell. Shari and Shauna have a great conversation for us to listen to, so let's get started.
1: Hello, Overcoming Monday listeners. I'm so excited about this new season of motherhood. Many of you have asked me to do a season on motherhood, and I love being a mom, but I also am interested in so many different things. But I've come back around, and here we're going to talk about motherhood this season. My first guest today is Shauna Asbell. She's one of my good friends. She's from mainly Ohio and California, she met her husband Mark in Georgia, and they were married when she was 21, and they have three children. She homeschooled for a while, but now her kids are teens, and Shauna and I met through a friend of ours um, on a weekend gathering in their driveway. We would just have a fire and sit around in chairs and talk and chat and catch up, and since then, she's become a really good friend to me. Um, and mostly kind of because we click, but also our kids are the same age, and so things just happen to work out. And little known fact to you guys, um, I had a hard time um, finding friends as a mom. It can be hard because your season of life changes, and when you have kids... All of a sudden, it's hard to keep friendships with people who don't have kids because they don't understand, but you try and then you just want someone who understands, and then you have more kids, and all of that kind of stuff happens. Um, But Shauna is one of those friends that I just kept praying that God would give me, and then he did. And so, if you're a mom out there that feels a little lonely, I just want to speak to you right now. Don't give up. You can make friends, (laughs) and you can have kids and have good friendships. It just may take a little bit of time for that to click. So don't give up.
2: So Shauna, you're here with me
1: today. I'm so excited we're doing this together. Will you say hi to
2: everyone? Yes, so excited to be here and talk about motherhood. I know that we have these conversations offline a lot, so Mm -hmm. it's just really fun to kind of share it online. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like we do
1: this over coffee. We should have coffee, but we have water and that's better for your (laughs) throats. (laughs) In the
2: afternoon. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Will you just take a few minutes to introduce us to your family so that everyone kind of knows where you are in this journey of motherhood? Yeah.
2: So I um, have been married to Mark for 20, going on 21 years um, this September. So we turned 21 this year. It's very exciting. Um, And Mark is you and Mark don't turn twenty one in age, but in marriage.
1: <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. I just want to clarify in case you're half listening. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> this won't make yes. any sense no, today. Twenty one. Twenty
2: one. Anniversary. Yeah. We won't say
1: our ages, but yes, you, you know, basically, have been married for twenty one years. Yes. That's
2: right. That's good. Um, and I feel like I hit the jackpot with him. He is an amazing man. He loves the Lord, and he is the honestly the hardest worker I know. He's a great dad and a great friend. Um, he is serious about justice. We won't talk about the Enneagram because he, he doesn't like to. So, But um, he's serious about justice and right in the world. And um, he has walked a really crazy journey with um, some devastating job stuff and um, friendship stuff. And so, um, you know, that's been an interesting journey for us to walk through as a couple. So, But the Lord is good. And, um yeah. So, and then I'm gonna move on to my kids. I'm yes. a mama, of course. I have three children. Devin is 18. He's our oldest. He is walking through the season of senioritis. He is yes. so ready to be done. You know, it's that second semester of the senior year, and whoo, it is hard to stay in it. Um, but he is he is such a kind old soul. He loves people really well. Um, he's got a heart for the forgotten. Um, he's super book smart it blows my mind um he has a lot of things that he wants to pursue he's not really sure you know this is really a hard time for that age like trying to pin down exactly what you want to do and so um he loves ministry he loves psychology he loves sports medicine i who knows everything who knows what the lord's gonna do with that you know
1: Well, you know, I mean, so many college students who change majors a million times. So it's not like as a high school
2: senior, you have to have things figured out. All together, no. And we're trying to encourage that. So his dreams are a little fuzzy right now, but I believe, I mean, we believe that the Lord's sovereign and he's got a plan for him and it's Mm -hmm. all mapped out. And so this uncertainty is going to be fine. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fine. Um, And then my middle is Skylar. She's 17. Um, Her struggle is... I mean, she's senior too, so she struggles a little bit with a senioritis, but she's kind of hanging tough in there. Um, but her struggle is to say no. She loves all things. She, you know, wants to dive full into all things. So um, she's a talented dancer, a singer, songwriter. She is smart. She's beautiful. She speaks the truth. Um, and her dream, her dreams are to find the path the Lord has for her and using her gifting and talents. And so mm-hmm. one of those pathways was potentially dance. And she's like, I love dance, but I'm not sure I want to get stuck in that pathway. So now we're kind of exploring some other options. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. She is potentially going to attend a tech school and kind of get general ed out of the way. I think that's such a good path. Yes. Kind of figure it out, you know. Low you debt. Know. And yeah.
1: I've, you know, she's been kind of... Um, skeptical about going full into dance for a little bit you know I remember having this conversation maybe a year ago Mm -hmm. um where she was trying to decide whether she wanted to do some kind of dance company I believe in Greenville or something yep
2: so there's just been a lot of options um you know, with that path, but mm-hmm. she's just like, I just, I'm not certain. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, now's the time to not be certain and take yeah. a, take a minute and think I about think, it.
1: I think that's good for you. I mean, it's hard as a mom when you have kids yeah. or seniors and they're trying to make life decisions Whew. and you're trying to be a parent, but not be a parent.
2: Yeah. And I mean, cause you want, you, I don't want it to be my decision. I want it to be theirs, yeah. but I also want to help guide a little bit, you know, advise yes. a little bit. So it's good. it is a fine line. <laughs> And then Kylie is 12. She'll be 13 actually next month. So we will have all teenagers, Mm -hmm. which is crazy and awesome. And um, anyway, she is a peacemaker to a fault. She loves peace. It is where she rests, and she's, you know, and she is a peacemaker. She, that Mm -hmm. is. Um, with her friends and even with our family, which is sometimes I'm like, you don't have to be because <laughs> yeah. of the heavy burden. Um, but she is also dyslexic. So we have navigated that journey, finding um, that out when she was in third grade. Which, in being dyslexic, we have found out that she is a fighter mm. um, for, you know, learning and um, reading and writing and all those things. And she can. She works so hard. It's a harder journey for her. It's such a harder journey. But she's all about tackling it and going Mm -hmm. after it. Um, And she loves sports. Basketball season right now. It's been so fun to watch her, like, Mm -hmm. um, overcome some obstacles in that and just, you know, really engage. And then um, she did cross country uh, back in the fall. She is a true joy, um, and her dream is to be six feet tall mm. and play basketball and build hi- tiny houses for the homeless. Wow. So I know I love it. So that is my family. That is awesome. Do you have, so Kylie is tall. She is tall. So. But you and Mark are not tall. No, is there anyone? So Mark's um, dad, so um, her grandfather is uh, six four-ish, and all of his brothers are over six feet tall. Well, maybe she'll make it. You know, there's, I believe she can like she's 5'8 <laughs> now and she's yeah. 12. So, well, you know, there's hope. And then her feet were growing for a while. They've stopped now, right? Yes, we're so, so thankful. We kind of prayed for that to happen because yeah. she's in a size 11 in women's, which yes. she's finally grown into them for mm. a while. It was
1: like, oh goodness. What's <laughs> happening? Yeah. Yes.
2: Jersh's feet are still growing, I think. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. Well, tell. we've talked a lot about your family. I want to turn to you right now. Tell me a little bit about this motherhood journey because I know we can love our kids. We know them so well. And some moms get lost in the process of that. And so I think motherhood is a journey of loving your kids, loving your spouse Mm -hmm. if you are married, but then also trying to figure out how to also know who you are in the process Mm because you're giving so much to other people, Yeah, you know? So tell me a little bit about your motherhood journey.
2: Yeah, so I think there are definitely ebbs and flows in the giving and receiving. Um, And early on in our marriage, I wasn't really sure that I wanted kids. I had a very hard high school season, um, pretty sinful. Um, We've done podcasts about that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just wasn't sure that the Lord would even go there with me. Like, I just felt like that would be a punishment I deserved, you know? Mm -hmm. But in his kindness, the Lord, like, Gave me these three amazing kids, and so I just feel like it's such um, a true blessing and gift to have them and get to raise them. Um, and then when my big kids, so Devin and Skyler are only 13 months apart, which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy, yes. from going to, I'm not sure I want kids to, okay, bam, bam. Boom, boom. Yeah. Here we go. Um, you said bam, bam. I said <laughs> boom, boom. We're like Flintstones or something. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
1: Yep. If you don't know what the Flintstones are, it was an older cartoon where a um, prehistoric yes. uh, family uh, was living with children. Yes. Um, um, Pebbles and Bam Bam yes. were the children of the two couples. Yes. And Fred Flintstone went about in a car, which he in, which he powered by his feet. He which did.
2: Like ran below the car and took them places. Which is that, it might be a great lesson in parenting. <laughs> <laughs> <That show. laughs> yes. so funny. Um, so anyways, when my big kids were headed into preschool kindergarten, I just wasn't ready to let them go. Um, Mm -hmm. and I wanted them to be with me a little bit longer and I, um, ran into this community of homeschoolers in our town and it was an amazing community Mm of moms who, um, weren't sure they wanted to homeschool forever. They were kind of just trying to figure it out. They wanted their kids with them for a little bit longer like me. Um, and so I, I dove in, I Mm. did not believe that I could fully do this, you know, for an extended period of time, but like maybe reading and writing, we could teach like, you know, the simple things Mm -hmm. and do crafts and that sort of thing. And so I just dove into homeschooling. Um, and interestingly, not knowing like how long I wanted to do that, Mm -hmm. we homeschooled the big kids until they went to high school. Mm Um, and then they got smarter than me, so we had to send them, you know, <laughs> to high school. Um, and then Kylie just went to school last year and she's in seventh or this year and she's in seventh grade. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, went from like, I don't know if the Lord, what his path has for me, you know, with children and that sort of thing to I just want them with me, mm-hmm. you know. So that is kind of the early path um, for, you know, me and motherhood. So. And you and Mark met and then you had kids
1: or um, did you, so you stopped your college education yeah. when y'all got married or when you had kids? I can't remember. Yes.
2: Um, so when we got married, we moved to South Carolina from Georgia. Mm-hmm. I had already been to three colleges. And so mm-hmm. I felt like um, just moving cross country and that sort of thing. I just wanted to take a year and like get used to marriage and mm-hmm. a new town and, find a school that I thought would be a good fit instead of just like jumping in and not knowing anything about the mm-hmm. area or what schools I really even wanted to. And I, at that point, wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted to be, just like my kids are right now. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to go to another school and not have a clear path Spend money on yeah. something you
1: weren't sure yeah the direction of.
2: Yeah. And so I just decided to take a year off. Mm -hmm. and figure that out and find a job and just work and get involved in, you know, our community, find a church, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) um, just a year-ish, a little more than a year into our marriage, so like, I don't know, 14 months, I found out that I was pregnant with our first child. Well, there you go. So then life shifted really big. So
1: I'm just going to do a quick review for our listeners of your life. So (laughs) not all of it, but you and Mark meet in Georgia, and y'all are both in college. Yes. um, And then there's a need for you guys to move. So you moved to South Carolina, and when you came here, you just kind of felt like, I am not going to continue my education. I want to put my life a little bit on pause as far as the education is concerned so I can find community Mm -hmm. and figure out, you know, make friends and then find a good school.
2: That's right. Um, Just because I didn't know the area, I Mm -hmm. I actually didn't even know the state, you know. (laughs) So I just wanted to make a wise decision having been to three previous colleges, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also like figure out what is being a wife? Like, Mm -hmm. what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just wanted to settle into that. Um, You know, and then shortly into our marriage, I got pregnant with our first. Mm -hmm. And so life really shifted for us. And I did not feel like I was equipped um, to be I did work the whole time I was pregnant with Devin, Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't feel uh, as his uh, arrival was coming so quickly, I didn't feel I could do both very well, Mm -hmm. like work full time. And then um, I knew Mark with his job that he had, and then he had a business at the time too. I knew that it would be really kind of crazy in our home life for our newborn and for me Mm -hmm. to do both, to work full time and, you know, to have all the things with um, a newborn going on. So I just felt like, you know what, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna take this pause. I'm gonna raise my little one, at least maybe for a year um, and figure out what's next after that. And then um, a year later, Skylar was born. And so, um, you know, it was a longer pause than what I thought, but it was okay. When um, Skylar was about a year old, I got a job at a local gym and Mm -hmm. that way I could help provide for our family, but they got to come with me and it was a really sweet experience for them. And so, um, I, I was learning new things all along the way, obviously as a mom, but also this new fitness adventure that I went on, Mm -hmm. um, lifeguarding and water fitness and all these things that I never knew that were even an option in my life. And so, um, that changed too. So That job also let me be really flexible with homeschooling. So it was a really big shift from thinking I'm going to take a year off and then go back to school Mm -hmm. and figure out to, okay, well. Your life
1: completely took a different direction.
2: Yeah, the path really did change a lot. And I think the expectation that I had um, maybe left me disappointed sometimes because I felt like um, I had some gifts and talents and abilities that maybe – I wasn't fully utilizing mm-hmm. in that season. I think that the Lord was definitely sanctifying a lot of those things that I thought I was so great at in the parenting journey. Um, but yeah, so it was a really big shift mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. Yeah. So you
1: guys, uh, you you expected to go back to school, yeah, probably absolutely. Um, but then it then you didn't. It's right. been a big pause in big your life. Big pause. But that pause hasn't been something. You I mean, you're a great mom and you're a great wife and you guys I mean, people love you guys. Mm-hmm. So, so it's sweet. not like I don't feel like you've been sitting in your home resenting the fact no. that you didn't get to finish your dream or whatever. You've really invested in your kids.
2: Yeah. And
1: and even yourself. I mean, with the with the gym that you were at. Yeah. <laughs> and all the all the other interests, like yeah. it's not like you just didn't have interests. That's you right. found new interests. Yeah. And you kind of just found interests that you didn't think that you were going to have. Probably mm-hmm. you wouldn't have even known that if you had gone back to school.
2: Yeah, so the interesting thing is um, when you have two kids that are 13 months apart and you're not financially ready for that, mm-hmm. it's kind of wild. Um, and so that opportunity at the local gym was such a benefit. Actually, I just went in and I was asking for a scholarship because I knew with two little kids I needed to get out of my house, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew one of the directors there and he asked if I would be interested in a job. And, that mm-hmm. oper- and I feel like the Lord has done that all along this path that he has opened up doors when, you know, I was expecting something to look one way and the Lord's like, actually, it's going to look like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I think part of that, what, you know, what you're talking about is like my expectation had to shift mm-hmm. it, me thinking something is going to look a certain way to get to where I think I want to go had to be laid down and, and just the journey, enjoying the journey. Like what, when the, the door is open, when the Lord opens that door, what, whatever it looks like, Let's walk through it and mm-hmm. see what he has for you. I think that, I think you sound like to me
1: someone who has learned to be content in whatever situation that you're in and just see where you are and what you have and where you can plug in mm-hmm. and love that um, as much as you can. I mean, I think that sometimes we get frustrated. Yeah, I'm not saying you. this has been like um, Snow White out in the woods singing no. with the birds <laughs> the whole time, but, you know, uh, you've been feeling out where you are and learned to be content. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's a, it is a journey and I think there are good in every opportunities. And one of the things that I found is the people that the Lord, those are the things that I don't want to forget. Like the, the positions that I've been in, whatever they are, the Lord has brought people into my life for me to see people in a very different way. And to see maybe people that people, other people don't recognize because Mm -hmm. I've lived yeah, um, those jobs. I've done those jobs. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I really don't ever want to forget that. Mm-hmm. Like those people, are import- those people watching your children at the pool, mm-hmm. their lives are important. And they, you know, they have real problems and real issues, but um, they're there, they're mm-hmm. watching your kid, they're doing these jobs. And even where I'm at now, you know, at the coffee shop there, there are these beautiful lives that I'm working with and connecting with. And Um, I don't want to take those positions, those spaces, those people ever for granted.
1: Yeah. I think what you're saying is just making sure we see people instead of just pursuing our own dreams, seeing the people around us and being a part of their lives just as much as they are ours. Yes. Um, We're going to take a break right now, but when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Shauna's kids now being teenagers and being in school and the space that she's had in her life to make some
3: new decisions. So... We'll be right back. Hey, listeners. We just wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about one of the most exciting parts of our ministry's calendar year, Crossroads Summer Camp. We get it. Making a camp decision is difficult. There's lots of things to consider, like travel, price, and even just deciding if a camp is a good fit for your group. So what if we told you that we work extra hard to make our camp in Anderson, South Carolina the easiest experience from start to finish? We not only pour into your students through dynamic teaching, powerful worship, and amazing community, we pour into the leaders as well. If you're looking for a camp that won't break the bank, that is a ton of fun, that will give your students a transformative experience and not make you want to retire early, Crossroads Summer Camp could be for you. Clayton and Shari teach the gospel in a clear way on your students' level. We feel sure that you're going to love it. Check out the dates and learn more at CrossroadsSummerCamp.com. It'll be the best week of your summer. Okay, back to the show.
1: Hey listeners, welcome back to the Overcoming Monday podcast where we're talking about motherhood with my friend Shauna Asbell. So before with the break, we kind of (laughs) covered, if you want to say that, covered Shauna's motherhood life until the teen years. (laughs) So we're coming back now and just kind of talking about what is it like for now you've you've been investing in your kids in homeschool, now they are in school and you have a little bit more space in your life. How are you loving your life now? How are you um, dreaming now with the things that God's giving you?
2: Yeah, so I've had um, some doors open, which has been really fun. But also what's been really neat about this season, too, is I've had a chance to um, invest in friendships a little bit differently because I have more space and time. And so that's been really fun to um, do you, a, you know in-depth Bible study or like girls' night more consistently And that has been really fun, or even date nights even more consistently. So that's been really fun. Um, Career Mm shift-wise, you know, I've been able to um, be content, yes, where I'm at, but also dream about, you know, I think the Lord has more for me. And um, I really do feel a passion and a calling to finish my education. I feel like it is actually for me, and it may not even be the Lord. Like, it may just be me, um, like, held me back a little bit from – you know, getting through a door, or um, this position that I think I'd be really great for, but I don't have the piece of paper, so. I just um, yeah, and just to clarify, that you're applying for jobs yes. and they're asking for your
1: yes. transcripts, and you're like, well, I have about 30 hours. Yeah, you know, right. So sometimes it feels incomplete when other yes. people are looking at your credentials.
2: Yeah, and you know, you know what gifts and abilities that God has naturally given you, or that He's worked out in you. I think sometimes it's not even natural. He's worked out in you over the years, but I sometimes the world. And myself get stuck on. I don't have this degree mm-hmm. to show that I am capable of doing this. Mm-hmm. And so, at this point in my life with my kids, I'm pretty independent. I have one that's not driving, but I have two that can drive her. So, that's yeah. helpful. Um, I feel like this is such a sweet season. Um, and the door has been open for me to apply mm-hmm. and go back to school.
1: Yeah. So, I'm excited. So how did this opportunity end up becoming a reality for you? Because uh, we were – actually, you came with me the other <laughs> night. I spoke at Clemson FCA. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. We were all telling our story. Yeah. And you were there, and I just said, you guys need to ask Shauna about what happened to her. And she said, I just applied and got accepted.
2: Yeah. So um, in the most unlikely way for me, you know, we all have like the way we think something is going to happen. And, you know, this for me was – just kind of out of left field, not for the Lord. He, you know, he's planned things out, but it's a sweet surprise and a shocking surprise. And I'm really excited about it, but I got a job and, um, you know, my husband kind of had a job shift. And so I felt the need to get more, you know, to do more because my kids don't really need a lot for me right mm-hmm. now. And so you know, applied for the opportunities. And then this one opened, not knowing the benefits that were there, um, the job that I currently have offers a program that I can go to school fully funded. Online. Yeah, Online. Yeah. I, and I'm like, what? <laughs> really? And so.
1: Um, and not, this is after getting so many doors shut because you didn't yeah, have a uh, college degree. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you get a job yeah. that offers free education. Yeah.
2: and And also the job situation, I was like, I don't know this seems kind of different for me. And I don't know what the Lord's doing, but you know, it is, it has opened some doors that I was not expecting. And that Mm -hmm. one of them being, um, you know, this online college. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited about that. What are some other things you like about the job that you have right now? Um,
1: it's not your ideal uh, job. When you applied, you weren't thinking, this is where I want to be. But it is some. it was something that is providing for your family.
2: It is. Um, so I love the people that I get to work with. It is a very unique community. Um, there are a lot of non-Christians mm-hmm. that I am working with. And for me, that for multiple reasons personally, um, to be able to be a light in a dark world, mm-hmm. but also to show my kids like, you don't have to be afraid of being a light in a dark world Mm -hmm. and you can love people that are different than you, that believe different than you, and you can be a light to this world. Mm -hmm. And so that has been really, um, so, you know, I mean, it's hard, there's hardship to that, but it's been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, it is a fun environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I meet all kinds of people, not only that I work with, but that come to where I work. Um, also, I get to wear jeans and a hat, mm-hmm. and that's really great when I have to be there at five in the morning. Yes. Um, and just the environment, really. And also, it's kind of fast-paced, so I feel like it's waking my mind up a little bit mm-hmm. to where, you know, maybe I had, you know, I don't know. As a mom, you kind of get the mom brain and kind of fuzzy, and I feel like I have to be on, and so I am on, you yes. know? Yeah, yeah. So that's been learning really how cool. to be on that. And that is something for sure. Learning how to be around
1: people yeah. and invest in them. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. This is not, this is off of our, yeah. uh, off of what we said we were going to talk about, mm-hmm. but I want to ask you in a practical way. A lot mm-hmm. of times when people talk about being a light, mm-hmm. I think um, it can be your, uh, the perception is you're talking about Jesus and mm-hmm. slapping Bible verses on everything all the time. For you and your environment, mm-hmm. when you say I get to be a light, what does being light mean for you? Like in a practical mm-hmm. way, how do you behave in a manner that you feel like shines light? Yeah, um,
2: I genuinely care about these people that I work with. And so I want to know their stories. I want to know why they have made the choices they have made um, because some of it's really hard. And so I ask those questions when we have time. Sometimes we don't have time, but mm-hmm. I it's a, genu- a genuine... Um, knowing of these people. Mm. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that go on that, um, as a Christian, I'm like, "Eh, I'm not going to get involved in that. But there's no berating. I'm not criticizing them. I don't get involved in those conversations. Um, But... I don't back away from hard conversations Mm -hmm. either. Just yesterday, one of the sweet, um, I think she's like 21 and just graduated. She just came up to me. She's like, I have some, I need some advice. And I was like, oh, well, she knows that my husband came by and like did this really funny thing at Mm -hmm. work. And, you know, she knows I've been married for a Mm -hmm. while and we have this sweet family. Um, And she just asked me relationship advice. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, in a loving way without hammering, you know, Jesus or whatever. It, it's just building relationships so that they trust me with these types yeah. of
1: conversations. I think being trusted is huge. And I think that sometimes we are so um, concerned about saying the truth that we don't care about the people who we feel like we're saying, quote, truth to, you yeah. know? And, and, it's hard for me to receive something from someone unless I feel like that they care about me as a person. Absolutely. I mean, let's just get real. I agree. You know? Um, So, let's get back to motherhood. (laughs) Um, What final word of advice
2: um, would you give a mom in your shoes? So, you know, journey of unexpected twists and turns. We're all going to have that in life, whether Mm. in marriage, motherhood, you know, career, you know, you have twists and turns. And I call that the fog of uncertainty. You kind of get into the weeds a little bit so through the fog of uncertainty life challenges the highs the lows um, just go back to the vision that God gave you even when you look you know you look and you're like this is never going to happen Um, because I have felt that way just trust that he has given that to you for a reason and so whether it's a new vision or an old vision don't lose sight of it Mm -hmm. you know Continue to trust when all feels lost. I can't tell. If Prashari sat with me while I'm weeping because I feel like all has been lost—not just you know on on the career journey or the job journey, but also with my children. Um, all is not lost. Um, I do think dropping expectation of what you think the journey is supposed to look like um, is really healthy and really trusting. Being open-handed with your life and trusting that the Lord really does have a plan and his plan really is good, even though mm. sometimes it really doesn't feel good. <laughs> True. Um, and so God is in the, he, he is in the whole of it. He's in all of it. He's in the giving and the taking um, when those doors are open and when they're shut, he's mm-hmm. in it. Um, and he's so sovereign over all of it. And it's good for us. Um, and he is trustworthy even, When we feel like we're walking in the dark, completely blind, he is trustworthy. Um, He does truly start. He does finish what he starts. Um, And I believe that. I know this seems hard. It feels hard to say this, but just in my journey, I believe whether he finishes it in this life or in the next life or in eternity, he will finish the things that he started in us. Um, and even in our children, um, grandchildren, our spouses, and that he is fully um, deserving of us to believe that and trust mm. him in that.
1: Yeah, that's so good. That's a theme that's in the Bible for sure. We've talked about that a lot, about mm-hmm. specifically in Hebrews 11, when so many people trusted God for promises that they never saw happen. And Clayton and I were actually talking the other day about how God's plans are so much, so big that it it spans beyond one generation. So I think it's almost arrogant sometimes to think that we as a person, one person who only lives here for however long we do, can accomplish an entire plan. God will span a plan out over thousands of years. And I think we need to realize that he's in control and we get to be part of it. And that's the pleasure is we are a part of something greater. Mm -hmm. Um, We are not the greater thing. So good. God is the greater thing. Um, so I hope this has helped you moms. I know, uh, this was supposed to be specifically on motherhood, but how do you not talk theology in the middle of it? I don't know how, <laughs> um, my life kind of is, um, I believe that my life is, uh, theology. I'm, I'm figuring out as a mom and Shauna and all of us are figuring out what we believe about God and how he interacts with us. And that is what theology is all about. It's, how does, the, how does the word play into our life, and how do, how do the words become active? Um, and so if you're a mom, that is happening in you. So do not despair if you feel like your life is on pause. God is working awesome things in you that you don't even know. And I think one day you will look back and see them if you're not seeing them now. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Overcoming Monday, where I hope that we're providing you with little secrets for your big breakthrough. I hope that this episode on motherhood has been both enlightening and encouraging for you. And if you have any questions or comments, know that you can DM me on Instagram at either at shari King 99 or at overcoming Monday. I'd love to receive your feedback and ideas on future podcasts. And don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you love and receive it every week into your inbox and listen automatically. We hope to hear from you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Overcoming Monday. We wanted to take a moment to just thank all of the faithful supporters that have given to Clayton King Ministries. We've seen our friends step up in an amazing way, even in the midst of a global pandemic and an overall difficult year, and allows us to keep preaching the gospel and making disciples. We couldn't do half of the things that we do without you. If you feel led to help us continue reaching students, church leaders, and podcast listeners like yourself, go to ClaytonKing.com give to make a tax-deductible donation today. All of us at Clayton King Ministries really appreciate it. Again, this podcast happens because of listeners like you. Share with friends, follow Shari on Instagram and Facebook, and follow Overcoming Monday as well. We hope that this has been a great experience for you. We hope we have given you some little secrets for your big breakthrough.